Welcome to the greatest idea for a podcast ever fucking had. It's probably going to ruin our friendship, though. My name is Joe. I'm joined by Riley. Welcome to 294 Note Street. Yeet. Where we rank every goddamn song that's been in a Guitar Hero game. Well, mostly. We, we, we don't rank them, Joe. We have a more sophisticated method. One that has pr- been tried and true to kind of make our way through this entire bracket. We are doing Bracketeering a bracket. Bracketeering doesn't count if you randomize the seating. Is the thing. <laughs> well, I mean, could we, otherwise we'd have to find out the seating first. And we didn't have time for that shit. We don't have time for that. So, a couple guidelines are, I'm pretty sure it's 294. That's the number you told me. That's the number I told you. I'm, I'm looking at our, at our Google spreadsheet right now. I'm mm-hmm. scrolling to the bottom. Two, not, 294 songs. Sick. They are all the main lines for every yes. Guitar Hero game. All the main sets. There are a few bonus songs on there through the Fire Very, and the Flames by Dragon Force. Yeah, because that one you gotta leave in. It was the credit song three. Um, it would be a much. It would be less interesting to leave it off. Yeah, uh, and then I think I just I think we had two others, but I can't remember what they are because now this list is jumbled. Uh, I would almost bet I told you to keep on less talk more rock and Trogdor. You there did. Might yeah, I, be another one. I don't remember. Those are on there. I think Decontrol, which we're going to talk about today, is a bonus song, but hmm. it's one of my favorites, and so I'm... So you left it on there. Well, good, because I like the other one. <laughs> All right, so so we have this bracket. Um, we have four different, what do you call them, regions? Divisions. Divisions. We have the Explorer Division, the SG Division, the Strat Division, and the Les Paul Division. Mm-hmm. And so those... You did spell Explorer wrong, I'll tell you, on the Google spreadsheet, because it is just capital X. That's not true. Joe? Joe, that's not true. Should we talk about our, like... No, I mean, if you Google it, it might have just been what they called the Guitar Hero 1. Oh, yep. No, yeah, here's the, well, yeah. Here's the thing. Gibson, that's definitely not right. Yeah, the Red Octane Explorer Guitar Hero. Should we talk about, like... Because I, I know these fine folk know us for our love of Bionicle and our love of a Kingdom Heart. That's possible. Now... We also both love music, and we love it in different ways. Considerably different ways. You don't like things that challenge you. Um, mm, I disagree with that. I <laughs> disagree with your that. disagreement. <laughs> okay. Basically, we are gonna we are gonna get into it. We have a lot of we have a lot of batchups here. Mm-hmm. We have, we're doing. And I'm, ne- th- I'm never gonna intentionally be mean to Riley. It's all a bit. Don't be mean to Riley online for their music taste or me for my music <laughs> taste. Holy shit. This is a I show. appreciate it. That's a, a good disclaimer show. to put at the top. That's a very good disclaimer to put at the top. I'm thinking the way we do this episode is I put on this timer right here and I say 30 minutes. To do all 15 of these? To, well, I mean, to maybe. Like, we can just go through if we get caught, but I say we lock the episode lengths. Um, I mean, that's probably a good idea. Um, this one, let's wait to start that timer till we get some more introductions out of the way. Oh, I agree. I agree. And, I'm like, just... like, some basis. Yeah. But yeah, I think a, a timer is probably a safe way to do it. And then I think the one timer for the whole episode is probably more conducive to how we're actually going to go than doing it by, yeah. by matchup. Because like we're going to get to like, there's one of these on here that's going to take like 30 seconds <laughs> max. There's like, there's like some on here that are going to take a while just because both the songs are bad. <laughs> so, yes, like... yes. And there's also some where both the songs are very good. And that's where I want to get into what I think makes a really good Guitar Hero song, which is uh, it's fun to play. If the chart was good when it came out, and I think relative to when it came out is important because obviously, like, the later games had more experience under their belt. They had different, like, 
they had different mechanics in the games, like tapping notes. I don't remember when they introduced the open strum, but they did. Or the slide. There's one, the one had like the whole like touch. Oh, that's fake. Slide up and down. That's not real. <laughs> I, actually, I don't, that probably was in a Guitar Hero game, but I know it more for Rock Band than like freestyle solo shit. Oh yeah, there's the freestyle solo shit, but the, a Guitar Hero that came out also had just like one like kind of trackpad that you would slide your finger yes. up and down. Yes, I've never used it because I haven't played, I th- I'm assuming that's, that's got to be like five or something, because that style, it, it was, of, style of It was guitar. out at the same time as Rock Band, I think. It was out relatively mm. the same time. Maybe World um, Tour. But I have one of those guitars. I collect Guitar Hero guitars. I'm, I really like Guitar Hero. Yeah. So, Joe, you are judging on the basis of how good that shard is. Uh, not exclusively, but like it's a very big factor for me. Mm-hmm. For a lot of these songs where I thought it was t- uh, a close call, I would just play both of them and then decide which one was more fun to play. Not necessarily from a technical level, but what I find fun to play. Mm-hmm. And that balance is hard to strike. That's why I think Hangar 18 is probably going to win this whole thing because it's a, one of the best <sighs> songs ever made and an incredible fucking chart. And like very technically hard to do in places. In some cases, a song can be more fun to play even if it's more basic. And there's a good example of that in our first set of matchups. Some songs just bop really, really good. Yeah. You're judging with that as your primary basis, but obviously other things are affecting. My basis yes. that I'm judging on is how much I, Riley Hopkins, the person, like the song. There will be some times when I think about a chart or think about my experience with a song in Guitar Hero, and that will affect it as well. But mainly, this is just like the songs that I think are better than the other. Hmm. Considering, considering I know some of your choices because you just marked them on the sheet. I've changed a lot of them. Have you? Okay. After I went through and listened. Well, let's good. Let's. Uh, I think. I mean, I'm. I think I'm pretty ready to get into it. I, th- I think. I think a lot of. I think this first episode, a lot of us figuring out what these decisions look like is going to come from us doing the damn thing. Yeah, and also, uh, listener, if you don't know how a bracket works, the way it works is we've taken these all of these um these different songs, all these songs with all these people, these 294 songs, and we've split them up into one-on-one pairings. And then those one-on-one pairings will go on to fight the next one-on-one pairings. And those one-on-one pairings will go on to fight the next one-on-one pairing. It, it allows for really good songs to maybe not make it as far as it should. Because you can get really hard matchups right at the gate. Yeah. And, you know, some like weaker songs will make it further. Sometimes yep. a, a hard song will knock out another hard song way early. And it's like, that doesn't seem fair. But, yeah, I will try to make this bracket look more visually appealing so we can tweet it with the episode. But yeah, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to party. Whenever that happens, because <laughs> I don't actually know when the show is going to launch proper. But I feel you. Um, I'm excited to get into it. So how long are we setting the time before? Thirty, thirty-five, thirty minutes. Thirty. Minutes. I think a tight thirty-minute show is good. We have a ten-minute intro at this point, probably edited down to seven or whatever. Like yeah, well I, yeah, because we'll have intros and um outros every episode, so yeah. it'll probably average like forty forty-five. Yeah, which, which that's totally a good fine. length. It is a good length. All right, I'm I'm gonna hit that button. Okay, you ready? Ready. All right. What what are they? Is there like a? Can we do that click clink like do the we, sound of a crowd talking? Do we, like, do we get a catch? <laughs> do we get like a catchphrase? I don't get, know. I'm trying to think of you, how songs start in guitar here. What's uh? Do 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 do. It sucks. <laughs> I was thinking I could do a really good David Lynch impression and just do like Let's Rock. That's a bad David Lynch impression, but he says I'm Let's hitting. Rock. Hey, this is Joe editing it. I just want to get ahead of the discussion in this episode to to explain just a few things because, whoops, we recorded six episodes of this show. 
uh, before trying to visualize the bracket, and in doing that, we realized the bracket was kind of busted, and it's fixed and fine, but some of the stuff that we say in these first couple episodes are going to sound kind of confusing. So if you want to look at the bracket that we're working with, you can go to theorangegroves.com slash 294NS. The link to this will also be in the show notes for every episode. There's an image gallery on there if you scroll down, and it's a beautiful sorbet who did the artwork for the show and the whole website did these, and it's great. Um, there's a lot of them, so that way it's easier to read and it's not so small. I promise it'll all line up perfectly fine in the finals. It's just we haven't represented the finals yet. But the main thing is that we're going to be talking about four divisions. We realized, actually, because of how many songs there were, there were five divisions. The fifth one is called Flying V, uh, and it's smaller than the rest of them. And <laughs> uh, the way that they got moved around, the first eight songs we talk about are actually on Flying V. So if you if you go and look at it, um, it's all there. It's not hard to read. It's just it's going to sound like we're doing shit in weird order and talking about um, the Explorer bracket when actually it ended up over here. So there's there's that mis that miscommunication is going to be weird for the first few episodes. But once we catch up to episode seven, <laughs> it'll be totally fine. And that'll be the brunt of the show because there's a shit ton of round one matchups. So sorry about that. Go take a look at the uh brackets go look at the brackets and it'll uh help visualize where we're at and because this show is every other week i'm thinking the off weeks is when i'll update the brackets on the website so that way you're not spoiled immediately on what we pick so with all that being said i'm gonna go back to the actual episode riley and yo i'm hitting time our let's rock our timer is going and our round one battle here's the thing is Yes. Before we even say what they are, they're both uh -huh. very good songs. Um, so these these first two, number one is "You've Got Another Thing Coming" by Jesus Priest, mm -hmm. and number two is "Woman" by Wolfmother. Both are good, but it's got to be "Woman," right? I have "Woman" on here too. Yeah, like you've got it. Like, listen, Judas Priest is legitimately Judas my Priest? favorite heavy metal band. Make that better. Judas Priest rules. Judas Priest fucking rules, and this song rules. But "Woman" is a goddamn bop. Yep. And it makes a really, it, really good chart. It's very much like Woman is very much a song that like is so particular to its time frame, but also mm -hmm. timeless. Like it could have only been made in like what, like 2007, 2008. And it also sounds like it could have been a lot older. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like it's just like that album. I remember I owned that album and I needed to like get tape to cover up the cover so mm -hmm. I could take it to school and play it on speakers there. Jeez. Yeah. It's really fucking good. I wish I had more due diligence to give. You got another thing coming? That's a good Judas Priest song? Yeah, it's a classic. It's a great song. Like, in any other world, like, it, it is a good one, and it should proceed, but it will I'm, not because yeah. Woman is better. Yeah, and I'm, and, and I'm, I'm hard-pressed to pick Wolf Mother over Judas Priest as a whole either, but, like, bad roll out the gate because <laughs> it, uh, it did go up against a woman. Bad, yeah, it's 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 a bad role, and you know if this was the Hellion or Electric Eye, well then we'd see our winner. We'd see the number one winner overall right out, out the gate. Because mm -hmm. the Hellion and Electric Eye is one of the greatest songs of all time. But I and think you're 18 we, though. Yeah, God, I love Judas Priest. I think we both agree then. Wolf Mother is going over. Yeah, there we go. Already, so, some tank. of them will be that quick. This next one probably won't be. I don't like Incubus. <laughs> I mean, Incubus is not a great. Honestly, with with this bracket, what we are doing is saying, "Hey, 
what is the best butt rock song? <laughs> like, that's stiller. the thing. I don't think I don't think butt rock is where Guitar Hero even shines. And this again is going to be an example of that because I think this bracket is is stellar by Incubus up against Texas Flood by Stevie Ray Vaughan. I think Texas mm. Flood is a fucking phenomenal song for Guitar Hero. It's really really good. And like it, like actually, like thinking back on it, like because I'm thinking right now, like what, what when it comes up on shuffle, do I casually want to listen to? And the answer is like if it's Stellar or Texas Flood, I'd want to listen to Stellar instead. It's it's much easier to listen to for sure. And yeah. I, I mean, I listen to a lot of that style of guitar playing casually because mm-hmm. how my brain do. I love math rock, uh, and I love mm-hmm. other uh, bullshit on a guitar. So I do. I think Texas Flood also is just it's very good to listen to, but also makes for a much more interesting chart. Stellar mm-hmm. is by no means the worst Incubus song, mm-hmm. but every Incubus song just kind of sound the same. That is true. But if you want to go, if you, if you are taking that specific route, there are four other Stevie Ray Vaughan songs that are just Texas Flood. Fair enough. And that, I, I listen to a lot of Stevie Ray Vaughan because mm-hmm. I love, I like, I, I bought, after playing Guitar Hero and hearing this song, I went out and I bought his biography and I read about him and I like learned about him and like, listen to a lot of his music and a few times like isn't this just texas flood <laughs> it's a five-minute song that goes bow now now bow now bow now bow bow like he just does that over and over again mm-hmm. and like that's that's again that's the blues baby like that's a valid and that is not a down talk on texas flood which is a great song and while like incubus songs have the same energy to them mm-hmm. they're not the same <laughs> I would say a lot of them are kind of the same, based on my limited experience with Incubus, because it is hard to finish an Incubus song. Gotti. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like they didn't finish an Incubus song. Double Gotti. <laughs> I really don't like Incubus. <laughs> I know. Like th- th- that's the thing is like I'm thinking in my head like uh, how much I enjoy the song and like the solos in Texas Flood are very fun. Like mm-hmm. and like even even like. The, I'm I'm imagining the chart coming at me now, like the fucking like that bow now now bow now bow now, like that's fun. But aren't there just like kind of swaths of that Texas Flood's runtime where you just aren't playing? Um, I think it slows down. I'm hard pressed to say it. There's empty space. I have to. I think in the second or third verse, I think that there's moments where it's just like, all right, here we are. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, the gaps aren't bad there's a especially song... in blues gaps are not bad yeah it's about the it's about the solos you don't play <laughs> hmm where i guess that's the thing is like is uh some gaps traded off with solos which i think is an ideal time to rest mm-hmm. how does that compare against a very consistent but relatively unchanging chord pattern See, for me, when I would play, I would really, really enjoy playing a consistent chord pattern because one, I find it easier. And two, like when you hit that groove, like you're like, oh, hell yeah, here I go, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I know what you mean, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's like good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's valid. This is one that really I could go either way because I, I enjoy both of these songs. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring that up about Texas Flood because. Like, as it goes on, like, if you look at that next round where it'll be going up, like, the winner of this bracket goes up against Woman by Wolfmother. And, and neither like, of them could win. No, no. Like, neither of these songs are going to beat Woman. Like, that's which, how which, it goes. Which, like, isn't a way you should necessarily look at brackets, but... True, true. Is, 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 that's the thing. I wanted to give these two songs their, their time to, to go against each other. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm willing to put Texas Flood over. 
I like Stellar. I think Stellar's a good, like an enjoyable song. It's mm-hmm. a like it's a it's a it's a song without any calories. The song that doesn't like that's a very good way to describe it. Yeah, it it just goes and it happens, but it's filler, and I enjoy it in the way that sometimes when I come home from work, I turn on YouTube and then just kind of stare into space for mm-hmm. a while. <laughs> it's like a lower energy alien ant farm. <laughs> It's like a lower energy alien ant farm. Wow, what a That dig. might be the nicest thing I've ever said about Incubus. <laughs> Fucking incredible. I enjoy Jesus. a couple alien ant farm songs. Um, <laughs> so is it, is, it, is, it, is it Texas Flood then? I think it's Texas Flood. Okay, fair enough. All right. I, on around too. Yeah, because I could have leaned back, but I think just for the sake of like, I don't know, at least what I want out of a chart. This next one yeah. is very hard for me, surprisingly. Uh, it's Cowboys from Hell by Pantera versus Spanish Castle Magic by Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. In no arena would I pick Pantera over Jimi Hendrix, <laughs> but Cowboys from Hell is a good song, or at least I enjoy it a lot, and I think it uh, it shreds oh. in the right way for Guitar Hero. And I don't think Spanish Castle Magic is by any means the best top or like a top tier Jimi Hendrix song. I agree. I was just this. I just played them both and leaned away from the mic really quickly. And um, Spanish Castle Magic is the song I remembered. And I I had confused Cowboys from Hell with Walk. Ooh. And so I was I was like, oh yeah, no Spanish Castle Magic. But just listening to it, I forgot that Cowboys from Hell is the do 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 do. Like yeah. that's that's a fun that's fun to play. It's fun to play, and it's not like the entire song is that. Even though a lot of the song mm-hmm. is that. It, it's it, when it, when a, when one song is so much of one pattern, it is hard to mm-hmm. necessarily like find that pattern and it be fun. Cowboys mm-hmm. from Hell does a pretty good job. Yeah, like I, I could definitely fall on that. I can understand that. I like the beginning of Spanish Castle Spanish Castle Magic more, and I would enjoy listening to Spanish Castle Magic. Well, I guess if I was in the mood to listen to either of them, because I'm never really in the mood to listen casually to either of these songs. Yeah, but like. But like I listen in high in middle school, mm-hmm. I owned a Cowboys from Hell shirt that I would <laughs> wear to school just to have a teacher tell me to cover it up. Hell yeah, fight the power! I'm a fucking. I was a. You're gonna. This is gonna be a lot of me talking about the person I was when uh, Guitar Hero came out, and mm-hmm. that is gonna be viscerally upsetting for everybody. Good, <laughs> good, good content. <laughs> good content. Yeah. So, how, so how are you, how are you leaning? I think I would, I think actually, like, I put Spanish Casual Magic on the sheet, but I think, like, in, in retrospect, I think it will, would be Cowboys from Hell. I agree. Cowboys from Hell moves on. Boop. The next bracket. Wild that we're picking Pantera over Jimi Hendrix, but context. Yeah. The next bracket is No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age versus Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie. I am hard leaning No One Knows. I, yeah, I marked... Ziggy Stardust, because I, oh, oh, I like that song. And then I was thinking about it, I'm like, I don't even... I like that record, and I would not pick that song off the record for Guitar Hero by any means. Yeah, I also agree with that. Like, it's not even, like, Ziggy Stardust is a song I leave off of David Bowie compilations, because there's uh, so many great David Bowie songs that, like, yeah. this one, which is, like, harmless, doesn't and need it, to be on there. It's, it's good in context of the record. It's, like, a back half, yeah. slower song, and it's got, like, a couple good guitar parts, but it's, like, the... But that's kind of, like what the song has mm-hmm. whereas like no one knows fucking shreds the whole time and has some like change-ups more tonally than playing pattern but yeah. i don't know just i mean yeah songs oh, for the Deaf is just a really yeah. good fucking record too 
I, I just hit that, play not, and no one knows. That's not even the, like, off that record, I would pick a better Queens of the Stone Age song. Because Go With The Flow is on it. Queens of the Stone Age is a band I so, like, fucking attached to, like, my bosses when I worked in a kitchen. Mm. Like, just imagine yeah, some old that. dads who are just like, yeah, we're going to listen to some fish, and next we're going to listen to some Queens of the Stone Age. What's wild is that Queens of the Stone Age, like, I think has a little bit more depth to it than some of those bands. They do. I remember liking From Clockwork a lot when it came out. 2013 record. So where are you leaning as of right now? That's the problem is, like, no one knows. in my, my, my heart, if I'm following my heart, it screams, oh, yeah, fucking no one knows. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, I have so much trouble, like, not putting over a David Bowie song, because also I don't know how many David Bowie songs are on Guitar Hero, you know what I mean? Sure, but... I know, I think the, Heroes is on there, too. I think Modern Love might be on here somewhere. I, I feel like the recognizable David Bowie songs aren't recognizable because of their guitar parts. They're not. That's true, and that's why they don't make good guitar that because what makes a good guitar hero song is so specific you know what i mean it's not something that can be it's not just like the song is good because like i can't think of a good example but i like i listen to a lot of stuff that like doesn't have that that would not track and i've you know like there's stuff that i just can't play in clone hero or whatever because why the fuck would you chart it (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it it physically hurts me but i agree that no one knows should progress Okay, then it's no one knows. I don't know. It depends on what Bowie songs they they picked for other games. If it if there if there is a David Bowie song and they're running farther down the line, I think the next one is Modern Love. I think I'm fairly mm. certain. Or Let's Dance. Dinky dinky dinking. Well, this yeah. this next line or next matchup we have is Shout of the Devil by Motley Crue and Take It Off by the Donnas. Uh, I see you switch yours uh, to take it off. I got some notes. I have some notes here. Um, And what I specifically said are both these songs have like that kind of chaotic energy, but the Donnas do it in a more enjoyable way than the repetitive macho nonsense of Motley Crue. Also, fuck Nikki Six. Mm -hmm. I don't care for Motley Crue uh, at all. Um, This Mm -hmm. song is very one note. Shout out the devil. One note's giving it a lot of credit. It's it's half a note. Yeah, it's like I I can when I was going through the list originally marking down like just my gut reactions. I confused "Shout Out the Devil" with "Kickstart My Heart," mm. which is like that's actually a good one. "Shout Out the Devil's bad. Yeah, "Shout Out the Devil" is is not a great like. It's probably like if you're at a, if you like Mount Liquor, let's pretend for a second. Ugh. If you oh. hypothetically were at a Mount Liquor show, I bet it makes a great live song. Because it's like very yeah. crowd engaging and like hypothetically, for some people, Guitar Hero is a rock star simulator. I can see it making, like I know why it made the list. However, it sucks. Um, it's boring. Mm-hmm. And Take It Off by the Tonas is like a really fucking good song. On top of being translating really well to it being fun to play and making a good chart and mm-hmm. etc. Well, take take it off like does the things that Shout Out the Devil is trying to do. Or that Motley Crue as the whole is trying to do, like as far as like the song it, it, goes. It's very of its like like it, it fits as in a guitar hero game very well. Mm-hmm. Even though it's in it's in one of the later ones, so it's probably not like one that's close to a lot of people's hearts. Yeah. But it's fucking good. So I think, yeah, take it off by the dawn has moved on. I think it's an easy an easy pull. Yeah. I just want to take a second to put down Shout Out the Devil more. Yeah, there's there's some songs that like even if they lose, I want to give them like a second to be like addressed. 
so we're not like just like oh yeah there's a judas priest song who gives a shit because it's like no it's just up against mm-hmm. woman is the problem yeah like it's a good judas priest song yeah. just like this is a bad motley Crue song mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a bad turd in shit lake yeah this uh this next one might might take a minute because it is yeah it's, it's fat lip by some 41 and heart full of black by burning brides and i'm very torn on this one because mm-hmm. heart full of black is again a half a note song very boring i wrote is heart full of black is a nothing mouth fart butt rock song yeah but also fat lips an embarrassment on like civilization Fat Lip is embarrassing, but at least Fat Lip was like it's fun. It, it, it bo- both these songs are incredibly of their time. They're yes. both incredibly like, yeah, like that's when this was made. But like Fat Lip is like, at least when it was made, it is the there is the only one song like Fat Lip. You know what I mean? Well, there are other songs that contain lot, the a, same there's energy. There's a lot of Sum Forty One songs that have the same energy because the thing is, it's Sum Forty One. Sum Forty One is very much like. Malcolm in the Middle condensed into a sound. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not even that. just saying that because there was a some, like a couple some 41 songs on that show. It's just like that was a good fit for a fucking reason. But yeah, and and some and Fat Lip especially is like it's got some embarrassing rapping on it. Oh, some very embarrassing rapping. Yeah, the video. The, if you remember, the video has a verse yep. that isn't in the song. They're just doing it at a cashier of a of a store. That verse was later used on another song. In the Spider Man, in the Spider Man yes. Two, uh, I think it's Spider Man yeah, One. Spider Man One. Trust me, I that song has a. Uh, doesn't that song have fucking? Uh, it's got. A, it has. A, I don't remember what the the uh, guest guitarist is on it, but it like he's from Anthrax. He's the dude with the, yeah. the Billy Goat. Yeah, I could. I, I couldn't remember which band because I can't say the last time I listened to that song on purpose. Scottian, that's it. Yeah, that Here's song is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. I, I like a part of me unironically liked it at the time. Sure, yeah, me too. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. I think that while both these songs are one note, I think the note that Fat Lip hits is more entertaining and more enjoyable for its time, while still being like troubling and concerning. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it deserves a round one win over a fucking like just just absolute cares? like wash of a song. Yeah, like it's it's one of the like. Heartful of Black is like when you go and you're like, yeah, I could eat 20 McNuggets, and then you do, <laughs> and you're like, wow, I wish I didn't do that. The, yeah. Whereas Fat Lip, Burning, Fat Burning Lip Bride, again is just like... I, I can't say I've listened to much Burning Brides, but like this song feels like the... It feels like the kind of song you would put into Guitar Hero 1 because you didn't have money to license anything else yet. Well, th- that was when they, they were only doing covers too, right? Exactly. Like Burning Brides sounds like they're trying to cover something else. That, like, should be in a Guitar Hero game. Like, I get it. I get it, Greta Van Fleet. But, like, come on. What the fuck? <laughs> How'd you make it into a yeah. game? How fucking... I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, Jesse McCartney's on this list somewhere. I hope to God. I think Beautiful Soul Some... made it into a Guitar Hero game, is what I'm saying. Please. We'll get there. Anyway, so, yeah, move Fat Lip on. And we'll deal with it later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deal with it The next round for Fat Lip is gonna be... Take take it off. So, oh, oh that I'm gonna continue to argue for Fat Lip because mm. I think that it is a very good song. Well, it'll be a while till uh, we get hold back on. to it. Let me rephrase my sentence. I don't think it's a very good song. I think it is a song that is good and has qualities that put it over. But we can again address that later. I think I have a lot of things I like about Take It Off, but it'll be a little bit till we get back to that matchup. So I'm gonna forget about it. 
Um, this next one will take... 13 and 14. This next one will take not a lot of time. Hey You by the Xies versus More Than a Feeling by Boston. There's not a universe where More Than a Feeling loses this fight. I agree More Than a Feeling is the better song. Mm-hmm. I do agree that, and I agree that I put it on. But I Hey You by the Xies is like a legitimately enjoyable post-grunge song. Like, it belongs in the trailer for a 2003 movie, and I think it, like... I think it does that post-grunge formula in a very enjoyable way. I'm listening. Yeah. It's like... The, the, the vocal melody... Here's the thing. The vocal melodies are more interesting than the average song that sounds like this. Mm-hmm. The guitar chugs are just the chugs, though. Yeah. The, the, the guitar is, like, generic. They do some interesting things in that song, and it does, like... like, it, like it's fun. It's enjoyable. And for all post grunge, looking at it, like, like I can like, I could put this in like the upper section of post grunge music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm going like, oh yeah, Bush and Puddle of Mud and fucking like, <laughs> oh yeah, the fucking the peak. Yeah, you know, they, listen, post grunge ain't a good genre. <laughs> no, um, I would. I'm hard pressed to say that much grunge is good. Oh, we got the hot takes coming out. We got the hot takes coming out. It's just, it, it was very much a genre that people thought they could do easily. Like, mm-hmm. in like the, I would say a lot of the early adopters rule, but like, I don't know, mm-hmm. 90s were weird. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, like when grunge turns to post grunge pretty quickly, and you, mm-hmm. could, you could follow that line of like when people said, oh, I can do this to people instead of people going, oh, fuck, I could do this. Yeah, the sim- similar problems of new metal, I would say. Yep, 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 yep. I can agree with that. that I just wanted to take a second to like talk about how yep. much I actually enjoyed "Hey You" by the Xies because I, I will be. If this came up on shuffle, I wouldn't mm-hmm. skip it. I would probably think these vocal melodies are nicer than I would have expected, and the guitar is like the the tone ain't the worst, but it did get a bad roll being up against "More Than a Feeling" by Boston. Yep. If if this was up against fucking Child the Devil, it would have won. Yeah, totally. If this was up against Fat Lip, I think it might have had a good chance Absolutely. of winning. Absolutely would have picked it above Fat Lip. Um, but it did come yeah. up against more than a feeling by Boston, so see ya. Yeah, I have more than a feeling that Boston's <laughs> yeah. moving on to the next round. <laughs> and it'll probably get a little bit farther, because it's this next 15 and 16 is Iron Man by Black Sabbath and Decontrol by Drist. Let me talk to you about the first song I ever bought after playing Guitar Hero. Go for it. I played Guitar Hero 1. I was sitting in my, like, when I was a kid, we, uh, my, uh, my parents, like, uh, had a garage that was separate from the house. And it had power. And so me and my friends, instead of, like, stomping around the house all night, would go out to the garage with a tiny TV and the Xbox, plug that motherfucker in, and play some Guitar Hero. Or Xbox and PS2, we had both. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one is like the Guitar Hero console, but like we'd I think play it. it started and out on there... PS2. I don't. I don't know if the first game was on both. I would imagine it probably was, but I'm pretty sure the earliest model of controller uh, for Xbox is the Explorer, which came with two. Um, mm-hmm. So much of my Guitar Hero knowledge is rooted in the controllers. <laughs> That's fine. You bring something unique to this podcast. I uh, I don't think I've ever told this story on a show. I went on a date once, and I I often casually mention, because I think it's very funny, oh yeah, I own like 20-some Guitar Hero controllers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, had like, they had said, like, he was like, oh yeah, I love Guitar Hero. And I was like, oh, which one did you play? Because I was curious, like, uh, what the songs were on it, or which controller, because I mm-hmm. 
care mm-hmm. about these things. And they had said, I don't remember which one now, probably like two or three, because that's the statistically most likely. And yeah. <laughs> and I just started talking about the controller and comparing it to other controllers, and I couldn't be stopped. And so I, I, did, I do get to say, like, I went on a date with a guy, and he said, you know way too much about Guitar Hero controllers. Fucking incredible. And I, and I say this in, in a, a very kind light, because I still talk to that boy. He's good. He's a nice boy. <laughs> um, that being said, D-Control is fucking dope. I, that song. I, I, here's the thing. I, D-con- yeah, D-Control by Drist is fine. I don't have any feelings for it, but I have even less feelings for Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man is a fucking nothing song. Yeah, like, like I think that I think, I think that Black Sabbath record has its merits. Iron mm-hmm. Man is nowhere near it, and I know that there's other songs from that record on this list that I will maybe give more credence to. But I, who gives a shit about Iron Man? <laughs> Black Sabbath is such like a clear contender of a band that I'm like, yes, they are important for the history of like music, mm-hmm. and like I wouldn't have gotten some of my favorite this bands record without especially them, especially too. Yeah. That being said, I think Iron Man is a bad fucking doo doo song. <laughs> I, Iron, Iron Man is very whatever. It's and I might that, that some of that might come from like being like a, I was like I don't know if I ever actually counseled in it, but like I like helped my cousin counsel at rock camp in uh, where we grew up, where it's like you mean Camp Rock? Uh, we starring the Jonas Brothers. No, people make that fucking joke all the goddamn I'm, time. I, I'm sure they do, but, and I'm sorry, but like it's okay. It's like when we were like 15, when we were in middle school, like they so even younger than 15. Fuck. They like the local like music place like opened up and was like, hey, like, all right, for three weeks, for six weeks in the in the uh, summer, we're going to have two week sessions and kids are going to get together. We're going to they're going to randomly put together a band, a uh, like a, a con- instructor is going to help them learn the songs. Then they're going to record them. Then they're going to play it live on a stage at Jeez. a local club. And it's it was fucking dope. It was That's awesome. Cool. And then like we went on and my now my cousin like counsels it. Now he basically runs it. Like, which is great. And it was so much fun. I did it every year. And you'd always come up with like, all right, we're Stonehenge and we're going to play <laughs> Enter Sandman. That's right. And like it would air on public access TV. It's like, it was so fucking great. I loved it. But like every single year you would hear Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I played Iron Man, I think twice. Well, here's the thing. What year did the film come out? The, the film? The... the film came out when I was in high school, didn't it? I, th- it's, it's, it's it's I think it's 11 years ago. It's been 10 years at least. Right, I think it's 11 years ago, but I, I, that just puts me in high school. That doesn't put me in middle school. That mm, That's like before fair. then. I'm younger than you. You are. I don't have strong feelings about decontrol, and it'll come to its, uh, its detriment later on, but I do think it's <laughs> going farther than Iron Man. So you can go yeah. ahead and move that up. What's that timer at, bud? The timer's at 1 minute and 30 seconds left. That's enough time for this next one. 17 is Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth, and 18 is Bark at the Moon by Ozzy Osbourne. Symphony of Destruction, not super exciting as a chart. Bark at the Moon, rad as hell. Guitar parts. Yeah. Yeah, Bark at the Moon is fucking, like, again, like, uh, like both these songs to me I- internally are like... They both rule. Okay. <laughs> They're both songs I don't super enjoy. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, like Bark at the Moon like is good and like Symphony of Destruction I liked when I was a kid, but when I went back for my second listen for this podcast, I was like, man, I don't Bark of the Moon either of these Bark of the Moon just has like me. guitar parts that I think are like just iconic enough where you hear it and you're like, Yeah, I know this. And putting that in a guitar hero song is like, Yeah, okay, I know this. I can it's it's satisfying to play. Whereas like Symphony Destruction, yeah. 
Symphony Destruction is a good song, but like not even like a great Megadeth song, and just kind of okay for Guitar Hero's purposes. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Like Bark at the Moon, I remember sitting in the basement of my girlfriend's house when I was a kid, or girlfriend's house, my girlfriend's parents' house, and like <laughs> trying to do like us taking turns going like Bark at the Moon, come on, we can do it, we can do it, we can do it, and just not being that. able to beat Bark at the fucking Moon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's our timer. So was it? Is so move Bark at the Moon on. Yep. And um, I guess that's I guess that's it. Now we have to end. That's it. Show. We have to hard stop. Next episode, we are going to be talking. The first next one we're going to talk about is Tom Petty's American Girl versus Franz Ferdinand's Take Me Out. And that's good. That's a tough fucking matchup, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, I know exactly where I'm leaning, but it will deal with it. I know where you're leaning, too. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone who's known me for like any amount of time knows exactly where that's going. So let's, you know what? When, when, yeah, last night, when I was going through this list mm-hmm. and I had seen like your, your early picks, because you just put your initials next to the ones you liked and listening to them myself, I was like, man, there's such, and like, also like knowing how we get about music and on shows, mm-hmm. there was such, I was like, man, there's a chance that this show doesn't, doesn't work, but I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. Cause I think we both come at it with extremely level heads yeah. and like willing to bend. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing. I think we know how we get with music and how we get with each other. Uh, <laughs> and we can get into the space, and we're like, "Let's take this seriously." And it, um, I'm really happy about it. Also, we do it after Bed Bath and Bonicle, so we have all that negative energy yeah. out. We've already already expelled the hostility from our yeah. system. So, so, so now that we've mentioned that, let's uh, let's swing into our uh, our plugs at the end of the at the end of the program. Riley, where can people find you on the internet? If you want to find me on the internet, you can find me on Twitter at Rev Rye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend Rye Bread, like Rye Bread. I also, <laughs> ladies, let's get also, this rye bread. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I also do um podcasts over. At, I I do podcasts, uh, Digi Mondays and uh, Bed Bath and Bionicle. Those are two that I uh, host and control. And um, Digi Mondays is a show where I talk to my friend Nora Blake about Digimon. We're watching Digimon Tamers two episodes at a time. Usually we talk about the episode after it. This this last one we recorded, we just kind of talked about tabletop and gender. And how Digimon's the only good an- analogy for gender she's ever found. Um, and then we, uh, I also do Bed Bath Ever heard of the Matrix? The Matrix. Turns out digital might just be the only way. Yeah. There's the- you can also find me on Bed Bath & Bionicle where I call this fucko at 7 a.m. in what the up? morning. <laughs> if you want to hear what? me angry about shit. <laughs> or just tired. <laughs> yeah. We I, I call them at, at seven AM in the morning and just yell Bionicle lore at them. Mm-hmm. Um Bed Bath and Bionicle, that's also just a good show. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. You can also find me on God at Memorized, Kingdom Hearts Recap Podcast. No idea where it will be when this hits public feeds, but um that's a fun show. We'll have to think of like a hashtag for this show, huh? To tweet about. Yeah. I mean it's ha- it's ha- hashtag uh Use hashtag 294NS. I'd also like to thank the band Vardis for our theme music, Guitar Hero, off the album Vigilante. Thank you so much for letting us use it. It's the perfect energy for this show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next insert time frame for episodes here. Fuck, I don't have... We, we don't have an, like a signature line either. There's, the it. problem is Guitar Hero is just a bunch of sounds. So you just go, ka Yeah. <laughs>
Great. Um, we'll, we'll figure something out. Bye. <laughs>